Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Well, welcoming to God's presence today and join me in welcoming our online as well as TV audience. And thank God, what a day to be alive in the earth. Amen. Thank God for Jesus Christ. This is the resurrection season. And get excited because Jesus is not dead. I said Jesus is not dead. I said Jesus is not dead. Resurrection refers to a change of position. The people said that, look, he's not here. He's alive. He used to be dead, but now he's alive. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, in this resurrection season, you will experience a change of position in Jesus' name. I said you will experience a change of position in Jesus' name. You will go from sickness to health. You will go from failure to success. You will go from being depressed to experiencing joy. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will experience a change of position. If you believe that, say amen. My Lord and my God, glory be to the name of the Lord. Now, let's turn our Bibles. Let's get into our Bible lesson this morning. Matthew chapter 21 verse 2 to 3 matthew 21 and you see this week is so important because on monday jesus went into the temple and cleansed it out and on tuesday he was arguing with officials and on thursday he had the last supper with his disciples preached his last sermon and then his trial continued throughout the morning they sentenced him to death at 6 a.m 9 a.m they put him on the cross and then by 3, then 3 p.m he gave up the ghost. But think about it. On Sunday, Jesus knew that he had a few days to be alive in the earth, in, his pre- in that present form. So ask yourself, if you knew that you had only a number of days left on the earth, if God had told you and revealed it to you that you had this number of days on the earth to live, how would you spend those days? Very important. And so here comes Jesus. Let's see how let's, let's get some highlights from these days. Matthew chapter 21, from verse 1. He says, Now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a cove with her. Lose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says to you, you shall say, the Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9, Zechariah 9, verse 9, notice this. The Bible says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion, shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the fall of a donkey. So this was prophesied hundreds of years before even Jesus Christ came on the scene. And when the time came, God had prepared this donkey specially for Jesus Christ. I have come to announce to you by the word of the living God that God has prepared a custom-made miracle for you in this season. I said God has prepared a custom-made miracle for you in this season. Some miracles, when they happen, you know that this was, was specially prepared for you. 
Sometimes it may have to do with your family. Sometimes it may have to do with your health. It, it, sometimes it may be a difficult circumstance. Sometimes there are certain situations and certain difficult things that causes you to shed tears. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see God making a custom-made miracle for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And you see, in those days, when kings entered a town, they usually entered with, with pomp and um, they rode on their chariots and, and, and entered the town. But here, Jesus too, he says, he says, lowly, he calls him lowly and riding on a donkey. He chose a donkey, which is a symbol of humility. And notice also that you have to see it from this perspective. The person that gave their donkey to Jesus, I mean, imagine you are there and somebody comes um, to you and says that, look, and it was a custom in those days, high officials could request uh, for certain things from, from, from certain people. But when the request came to this man for, the, for him to give up this donkey, uh, the question that he asked, and Jesus had already told the disciples that that question would be asked. The question he asked is, hey, what are you going to use this for? And they said, when uh, you are asked that question, respond saying that the master has need of it. And you see, all of us in our lives, at some point, Jesus Christ comes to us. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that whatever God requires of us, may we get to the place where we respond and say, Lord, you can have it. You see, as a matter, you, we only have one life to live. And we all face choices every day to yield our lives to the Lord or not yield to him. Every one of us, you see, God has a plan for each and every one of us. You may be here, you may be watching, and you may be feeling down, and so you may be feel, you look, looking at your, analyzing your life, and you may feel depressed, useless, no one cares about me, no one knows about me, no one, no, it, it, can, it can keep going on and on, but the good news I have come to announce to you by the word of the living God, that God cares about you. God has a plan for your life. God has a purpose for your life. God will never forget you. The Bible talks about the fact that a breastfeeding mother may forget her children, her child, but God will never forget you. That's a serious thing if a breastfeeding mother forgets the child. <laughs> I remember when the kids were here, sometimes when they wake up at night and they are crying for, 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 for food, it's not an easy thing. <laughs> And sometimes you are tempted to forget them and go back to sleep. <laughs> but God said he will never forget you. I said God said he will never forget you. He cares about you. So anytime you are bombarded with those thoughts uh, that God doesn't care, send those thoughts back to sender is how I call it. I re you reject those thoughts and begin to meditate on the love of God. Think about this donkey was specially prepared. How much more you? <laughs> One time in the book of Numbers, when the prophet was resisting, Numbers 23, was resisting the word of the Lord not, not to curse the children of Israel, God used a donkey to minister to the prophet. Think about it. 
that scripture always comforts me and gives me, uh, gives me assurance. If God can use a donkey to speak, he can use me to speak. I'm better than a donkey. You are better than that also. <laughs> you have more value than that donkey. Never, never let the enemy depress you. No, God has a plan for your life. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, you will live to fulfill that plan in Jesus' mighty name. But Jesus riding on the donkey is a sign of humility. And the person that yielded that donkey also is a sign of obedience. You see, humility is, is to get to the place where we say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done in my life. Jesus knew that going into Jerusalem, he knew what was ahead. And we'll get into that later on. In the garden, he, was, he, was, he did not want to go to the cross. But he yielded his life to the Lord. And I pray in the name of Jesus that we will yield our lives completely to the Lord. The, the, the man who gave his donkey, he also yielded. And you see, so many times, you, you can get to the place where he said, what, what do I have to offer to the Lord? You see, we have our time. We have our talent, and we have our treasure. Everybody has 24 hours in a day. Who here has 26 hours in a day? I know sometimes you wish you had 26 hours, but you don't. <laughs> So every waking moment, we must get to the place where we say, Lord, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, my time belongs to you. The psalmist said, my times are in your hand. So we must analyze and look at what goes into my day and how much of that counts for eternity? You will spend a long time eternally. So I pray in the name of Jesus that may we yield our time, our talent, and our treasure to the Lord. May we say, Lord, take my life and use it for your glory. Take my life and use it to impact somebody else. The Bible says that we call this palm tree because they use palm trees and they are clothed. They spread it on the ground. But another point to think about is when the donkey yielded to the Lord and the Lord was sitting on the back of that donkey and the people put their cloak on the ground and those palm trees on the ground who was walking on those things technically it was the donkey i'm sure it will be riding in Jer towards jerusalem all throughout the streets and say look i am one glad happy donkey <laughs> privileged 
for the Lord Jesus to be riding on my back. But you see, when we yield our lives to the Lord, even though people see Jesus through us, we also end up enjoying the benefits of what he's done or what he does through us. He gets all the glory. Uh, but some way, somehow, we are joined us with him. We also enjoy some. But it, it's a matter of yielding our lives to the Lord. Notice what the Bible says. In Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Romans chapter 8. He says, verse 17, he says, And if children, then ask of God, and join us with him. If indeed we suffer with him, that we also, notice this, may be also be glorified together. Be also glorified together. Join hands. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. If we suffer with him, if we bear his reproach with him, ah, my Lord and my God, we may also be glorified with him. My Lord and my God. Notice verse 29 says, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. And whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. Glorify together in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Every trace of shame and reproach in your life by the word of the living God may come to an end in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You have not been called to shame. He said, This he also glorified. He predestined you to be conformed to the image of his son. He also justified or made them righteous, and he also glorified. If we suffer with him, he says, we'll be glorified together. That is the plan of God for your life. The present sufferings are not worthy to be compared with what God is willing and wants to do through your life. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may we yield our lives completely to the Lord. Humility is the way to the top. Because so many of us, we want, we want to make it, we want to succeed. Yeah, we have goals, we have dreams. But it is when we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, that is the time that God Raises us up. Notice what the Bible says. In the book of James chapter 4. James chapter 4. 
He says, verse 7 says, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. 10 says, Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. This year, God has destined to lift you up. But the way to the top is to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And say, Lord, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, whatever you desire for my life, oh God, I humble myself under your mighty hand. In the mighty name of Jesus, not my own will, but your will be done in my life. Lord, in the name of Jesus, if you are looking for somebody to, to use, if you are looking for somebody, to run an errand for you I am available if you are looking for somebody's back to write on Lord I am available Lord if you are looking for hands to use I am available Lord if you are looking for feet to use my feet is available Lord if you are looking for a mouth that will speak words of grace to somebody my mouth is available all of my life is yielded to you oh God I humble myself under the mighty hand of God and I can assure show you by the word of the living God as you yield your life to the Lord as you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God God will lift you up I said God will lift you up I said God will lift you up humble yourself under the mighty hand of the Lord and he will lift you up I see God lifting you up in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus my lord and my god he repeats this in first peter chapter chapter 5 verse 5 he says likewise you younger people submit yourself to your elders yes all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility for god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. This scripture is loaded. It says, you younger people, submit yourselves to your others. He says, be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. Be clothed with humility. Put on humility like you put on your clothes. One time they asked a man of God, they said, he said, what is the most important virtue in the Bible? He said, humility. They asked him again, what is the most important virtue? He said, humility. And then he goes on to say, for God resists the proud. How many of us want God resisting us? You want God to help you, not resist you. If God is resisting, you are going nowhere fast. <laughs> nowhere quickly. God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. He says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Then he talks about one area of humility in verse 7. Casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Jesus, speaking in Matthew chapter 6, 
uh, references and says, God takes care of the birds of the air, I mean the lilies of the field, which one of you by worrying can add one cubit to your stature, can increase your height. You can't. So worrying is a sign of pride. When you are worrying, you see, if you, are, if you are tossing up at night worrying about what will happen during the day, it, it doesn't change anything. Especially if you can't do anything about it. So one area of humility is to cast your care on the Lord. Let's use this illustration. If you are leaving your home give your pet to a caretaker. I'm going away for a couple of days. I'll be back. The, um, the caretaker should take care of the pet. If the caretaker has the pet while you are gone, you don't have it. So when he says, cast your care on the Lord, you are tempted to worry about your finances. You are tempted to worry about your health. You are tempted to worry about children, grandchildren, your marriage, or whatever the case might be. When that temptation comes, you say, Lord, I cast this care upon you. And once the Lord has the care, I don't have it, and you don't have it. Once you have the care, he doesn't have it. So humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you in due season. You are tempted to worry about the happenings in the world. The war, different things. You can't change anything. You can pray and it will change something. We'll get to that here shortly. But he says, cast your cares on the Lord. Then another area of humility says, be submissive one to another and be clothed with humility. There was a certain man. He was very well to do. And one time he, he had a servant and a missionary came into their home and led both of them to the Lord. And when he, led, when he led them to the Lord, um, because he, he was rich, he gave his money to build a church. And when they built the church, back then, if, for somebody like that, he became like an elder in the church. Both of them became. And then one day, it came to a time for them to choose the chief elder. And so when they voted, this younger person was very, very charismatic. And so they voted him as the, as the chief elder. And... When they asked this who was whose servant had now been chosen as the chief elder, his response was, look, this person is on fire for God. This person loves the Lord and deserves to be the chief elder. So everybody began to clap. He said, this is very good. And he showed this person, because of the office that God had placed him into, he showed him so much respect that when he was at home, he said, he continued to serve this rich person. But when he came to church, he said, no, you are the elder here. 
I, I, I give you the due respect. That is humility. And he continued to, to, to serve this person. And then later on, he actually sponsored this younger person, who was 15 years younger than him, to go to, the Bible, to Bible school to study. And when he returned, he became the pastor of the church. And he still continued to serve him. And later on, it so impacted him and his life that his grandchildren, the, person, the rich person who had done this, ended up being elected and re-elected as a senator in the government. Be submissive one to another and clothe yourself with humility. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus as we remember this season, may we be clothed with humility. I said, may we be clothed with humility. I said, may we be clothed with humility. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then, let's look at the, the company of people here. You see, the people started cheering Jesus, and they were all excited. But you see, those same people... The cheering crowd. Those same people were the people that turned around a few days later and said, crucify him. Hey! <laughs> Jesus. The same people. Because you see, what they, what they, what they, in their mind, they were thinking that Jesus was going to fight the Roman Empire and set up a new kingdom and do away with the Roman Empire. So they were all excited. And a few days when he didn't do that, they said, they said, no, this is not what we signed up for. Have you had friends who are, uh, we call them fair weather friends. When things are going well with you, they are with you. Uh, when you are in trouble and you call them, the voicemail that you have called. <laughs> <laughs> it's not set up. <laughs> Jeremiah 33 3 says, Call unto me and I will answer you. Not call to me and it will go to voicemail. That line is always open. He cares for you. But this same crowd said a few days later, crucify him. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may, you be, may God bless you with loyal friends. And may you be, be loyal to your friends as well. The Bible says that there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Sometimes. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may God, Bless you with loyal friends in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And then four, we see that when Jesus went into the temple, the Bible says that they were buying and selling in the temple. You see, what they were doing was, because it was the Passover season, um, people would come, uh, the people that were traveling, couldn't carry their animals with them and all those things. So they had to get to Jerusalem and then buy what they needed for the sacrifice. And 
because the people knew that they were cashing in on the situation, selling in the temple, and, and, and I mean, hiking the prices, inflation. Just sending the prices up. So, Jesus goes into the temple, and when he enters the temple, he's like, what's going on here? My house, he begins to cleanse the temple, to clean the temple out. In this season, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus, this week, as we go through the week, the Bible talks about the fact that examine yourself and see if you are in the faith. Let's examine our lives and say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, anything in my life that does not please you, may you cleanse it by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to live my life to please you. I want to live for you, Lord. I want you to take my life and use it for his glory, your glory. And so I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus, anything that is not pleasing to you, I come to you, I humble myself under your mighty hand, and I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, my Lord and my God, cleanse me by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let my life, O oh God, be well pleasing to you. The same way Jesus Christ was obedient, I pray, O oh God, help me to obey you in the name of the Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, cleanse me in the name of Jesus. Wrong attitude. Oh Lord, anything that is not pleasing to you, I want to be well pleasing to you. Cleanse me of it in the name of Jesus. I pray, I'm my God, my God, you may be watching or listening. Maybe you are bound by an addiction. Maybe you are bound by sin. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, receive your liberty right now in Jesus' mighty name. For if Jesus shall make you free, you are free indeed. Thank you, Lord. The Bible calls us the temple of God. We are the temple of the living God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 19, he says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? This letter is writing to, yeah, right, is writing to Christians. Whom you have from God, and you are not your own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. Don't you know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? In the Old Testament, he dwelt, God, you see, God dwelt and he was, I mean, you could not approach him except, I mean, the high priest. He was in the holies of holies and that even that the high priest could only go there once a year. And he had to be very careful. They put rings on his feet. So that when he went in there and after a while, uh, he, they weren't hearing for him. They would check, buddy, are you okay? 
<laughs> to make sure that the person is, so they have to go with great caution. And that once a year is when the priest could go in to sacrifice on behalf of the people for the sins of the, of the people. But think about it. Like we read in Romans, he says in the New Testament, we are destined to be conformed to the image of a son. We have been made new creations. And God indwells us in the, through the person of the Holy Spirit. He says we are the temple of the living God. Think about it. Oh, sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I say, God lives in this person. And he will manifest himself through my life today. You are the temple of the living God. God indwells you. You are the temple of the living God, but God wants this temple not desecrated. He wants this temple totally yielded to him. So let's pray and say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, the same way Jesus cleansed the temple, anything in this temple that does not glorify you, Lord, that will hinder me from my miracle, that will hinder me from living for you, in the name of the Lord Jesus, Lord, cleanse it and cleanse it now for you are the temple of the living God my Lord and my God thank God we don't serve a dead God we serve a living God he's the same yesterday today and forever 2nd Corinthians 6 16 and he says, and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. An idol is anything that hinders you in your walk. Sometimes there are different things. It may not be an idol that you get up and bow down to. But sometimes things hinder us in our walk. And so to speak, we have put them on the throne instead of putting God on the throne. I pray in Jesus' name, may God help us to dethrone those things. What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them. And walk among them. I will be their God. And they shall be my people. Can you say that God is your God? Can you say that God is your Father? In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I've come to announce to you by the word of the living God. He says I will dwell in them. I will walk in them. I will manifest myself through them. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. That may we yield our bodies. May we yield our lives. For God to manifest himself 
resolve through it in the mighty name of Jesus. And anything that hinders us in our walk with the Lord, ah, on this day, as we remember the triumphant entry, in the name of Jesus, we get to the place and say, oh God, I will not let anything come between me and you. Ah, I love you with my all and all my faculty is you. My faculties is you to you. That's what has got the devil worried. <laughs> my Lord and my God. Jesus was the only begotten son of God walking on the earth when he was alive. But by virtue of his death and resurrection, now he lives in us. And on the day of Pentecost, 3,000 people were added to the church. They never got a shot. I only had one person to deal with. All of a sudden, I have 3,000 to deal with. Later on, 5,000 people were added to the church. What? One person turned the whole place upside down. Now you have 8,000 to deal with. Now he's in big trouble because it's not just 8,000. There are millions of us all over the world. Amen. <laughs> And we are taking territory for God. He calls Jesus Christ the firstborn among many brethren. If there's a firstborn, there is a secondborn. There is a thirdborn. There is a fourthborn. I am some born along the line. If you are a child of God, you are some born along the line. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, I will dwell in them. That is the source of our confidence. That is the source of our confidence. My Lord and my God, you are of value to God. I said you are of value to the Lord. Anything in this temple that does not glorify God in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, allow Jesus Christ to clean it out in Jesus' mighty name. Any sickness in your body, your body is not meant for sickness and disease. In Jesus' mighty name, be made whole from the crown of your head to the sole of your foot. Sickness does not glorify God. It is not meant for any addiction. May every addiction be broken off your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let God cleanse it out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And then five, he goes on to say, my house, my house, Matthew 21 verse 13. He says, then he said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. My house shall be called a house of prayer. Oh, our lives, our lives, our temple is meant for prayer. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may prayer become to you like breathing oh how we need to pray in this season more than ever before 
my house shall be called a house of prayer. Then verse 14 says, Then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. My house shall be called a house of prayer. That is why we gather to pray. If you have difficulties, if you have challenges, oh, you can come as we pray. How we need to pray than ever before. If you have time to worry, you have time to pray. Instead of spending time worrying, spend the time praying. I repeat it again. If you have time to worry, you have time to pray. I said if you have time to worry, you have time to pray. Thank you, Lord. Prayer and faith in God changes things. So I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that may we consecrate ourselves and yield our lives and live a life of prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My house shall be called a house of prayer. Don't be like those people who are seeking to, for Jesus to be a king and set up a kingdom, some to get positions and all that. And when that didn't happen, they turned around and said, Jesus, let's crucify him. You see, don't be a fair weather Christian. Uh, when things are going well, uh, Lord, I'm with you. Uh, when things are not going well, or things don't go the way you want, and then you say, um, Lord, I will see you later. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Get to the place. God doesn't do anything for me. And I know God has more. And again, I will still be thankful for the fact that he sent Jesus Christ. I will still be thankful for the fact that I am saved. And I'll yield my life to tell the whole world the story. Father, I thank you so much. Hell is an awful place. No, no, no. I don't want to go there. No one deserves to go there. So, Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you so much. Some of us, where would we have been if Jesus hadn't saved us? Some people have died already. Think about it. Where would you have been if, if Jesus hadn't saved you? I thank God at an early age, I decided to surrender my life to the Lord Jesus. And what a journey it has been and continues to be. So, Father, thank you for my life. Thank you for Jesus. And the same way, that Jesus yielded himself to the Lord. Lord, now I choose a life of humility and a life of obedience. I sense in my spirit that I should say this to someone. You are going your own way and things are not going well. 
And by the Spirit of the Lord, the Lord is saying that things will never go well till you choose to go God's way. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But notice, imagine Jesus Christ. You see, let's not live for ourselves. No, no. Imagine Jesus Christ when he came to take this journey that we are talking about, had said uh, that instead of going to Jerusalem and heading towards where he knows he's supposed to be, he's going to head in the other direction. Would you and I have been, would be here? Would we be sitting here? No. <laughs> if you want to know about going in the opposite direction, when you head in the opposite direction, what happens? Uh, ask, ask my friend Jonah. <laughs> God told him to go to Nineveh, to go and speak the word of the Lord. He said, no, I, I'm, I'm not going to Nineveh today or tomorrow. No, not, not happening. <laughs> he took a book affair and started going towards Tarshish. Tarshish is in the opposite direction. And the Bible says that he went down. You see, when you, start, when you go away from God, it's not an, you don't go, start going up, you start going down. He went down to Tarshish. At least that's what he thought. <laughs> what happened to him that day? <laughs> he said, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, uh, he prayed. When, he, when he, was, he was in the belly of the fish, he started thanking God <laughs> and praying and crying for mercy. Oh, and thank God we serve a merciful God. No matter how far you have gone, God will always take you back when you cry out to him. Like the prodigal son. He, he said, oh, forget God's heart. Forget the church of God. Forget, forget all these things. I'm, I'm, I have better plans. He, went, he also started going down. Oh, but when he came to himself, he cried out to the Lord. He said, this thing is not, whatever I'm doing is not working. I'm going to go back to God. Like Jonah. But imagine Jesus Christ, back to the point, had decided not to yield himself to the Lord in obedience. It's not an easy thing. He was crying in the garden. But thank God he yielded. I pray may you yield your life to the Lord. So he says that in Philippians, let's wrap up with that. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. He says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. You see, humility means that you are willing, you are prepared to even do the menial jobs. John chapter 13 verse 5. He says that he made himself of no reputation. If you humility means that, Lord, no matter what, if, even if you want me to run an errand fetching water for you, I'm willing to do it. He says that he was in the form of God. We've just talked about the fact that, look, we are conformed to the image of his son. We are destined to be glorified together, but the same acting that Jesus Christ took, we also get to the place and say, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus, even though I am a joint heir with you, even though I'm created in your image, whatever you want me to do, I am willing to do it. Who being in the form of God, 
did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, verse 6, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant, and coming in the likeness of man, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. Even the death of the cross. What happened when he humbled himself? Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow of those in heaven, of those on earth, and of those under the earth that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Oh, my Lord and my God. What did I say? The way to the top is to start go, 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 to, to humble yourself. He was in the form of God. As was sharing, imagine Jesus, God, God has stayed in heaven. He has his only begotten son and says, humanity, I love you people so much. I love you so much. I love you so much, but I'm not sending my son today or tomorrow. You can figure this out. Or Jesus Christ, at this moment in his life, says that I, this is the reason why I came into the world. I'm not going to do it. Oh, but thank God he did. Thank God he did. And you and I can every day of our lives Say, oh Lord, my God, thank you that I am a child of the living God. Thank you that you indwell me in the, through the person of your Holy Spirit. You walk in me. You live in me. I will glorify God in my body and in my spirit, which are God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I humble myself. No matter the task that you have for me, I am willing to do it. In the name of Jesus, I choose the way of obedience. Lord, Ah, if there is any area of my life where I'm not fully obedient to you, reveal it to me and Lord, I will be obedient. In the name of Jesus, I want to be like Jesus. I want to serve him like he did. He says he took the place of a born servant. The lowest place. Ah, but thank God he didn't stay that way. And in the name of Jesus, as you yield yourself to the Lord, ah, to share Jesus with others. Oh, to do whatever he tells you to do in the mighty name of Jesus your name will ring out all throughout eternity that when you came into the earth you yielded your life to the Lord and when you came into the earth like the Lord Jesus Christ you humbled yourself and you were obedient Lord in the name of Jesus my life belongs to you You see, humility and obedience is a choice. I see you thriving in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see you thriving in the name of the Lord Jesus. You see, I, I say Christianity is simple. Just do what God says, that's all. Life gets fun. Life gets interesting. There might be difficulties. There might be challenges. Oh, but greater is he who lives in you than the challenges on the outside. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He was in the form of God. 
did not consider a robbery to be equal with God. I see God taking your life and using it for his glory. I am looking at people that God will take our lives and use it for, your, for his glory. Somebody say, oh, uh, there is nothing that, that is around me that glorifies the Lord. My life is not glorifying the Lord. You can make a choice today. Everybody started from somewhere. Someone said, I'm not being obedient. Uh, Jonah made a choice that day he was going to be obedient. The prodigal son made a choice. Decide today that anything that God reveals in his word, you are going to do it. That's when life gets interesting. Lord, my life is in your hands. Thank you, Lord. I'm so happy. I have no, zero concern. I just live to tell people about Jesus. And as I do, as I seek his kingdom first, he keeps adding to me. Matthew 6.33. No, 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 no. I'm on God's side. I stay on God's side. Don't be like that crowd. Yeah, Jesus, we hear you. We hear you. <laughs> this are not going well. Crucify this Lord Jesus. Get away with him. Do away with him. <laughs> stay with Jesus all the time. I see you staying with Jesus all the time. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray. This week is going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Let's, talk, let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my Lord. I pray that this joy that I have will be yours. This is my best season of the year. The resurrection season. My God. Anything that is dead in your life that is supposed to be alive will come alive. Amen. It will come alive. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's thank God for his word. To the Lord, let's pray. And say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Any care that you came to church with, roll that care over to the Lord. Whatever is on your heart, as you are watching online, roll that care. Let him be your caretaker. Let him take that care. And in the name of Jesus, let's humble ourselves like Jesus. And say, even as Jesus humbled himself, and became obedient to the death of the cross. Lord, we humble ourselves. And Lord, this lesson of obedience, the Bible says that Jesus Christ, even though he was a son, he learned obedience through the things that he suffered. Lord, teach me humility and obedience. No matter the task, no matter what you tell me to do, it might seem small in my eyes, but in your eyes it means a lot. Lord, right on my back in this season. Lord, right on my back in this season. Take my hands, take my eyes, take my mouth, take my faculties, and use it for your glory. Let's talk to the Lord. God is looking for somebody. God is looking for somebody. In the name of Jesus. Lord, if you need anyone to do any task, I am available, Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I will not resist you again anymore. For you say you resist the proud. I don't want you to be resisting me. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Jesus Christ knew what was ahead of him. He had a few days left. He made the right decision. We are on the earth, not for a very long time compared to eternity. Let's receive grace to make the right decisions. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, to take the right steps. And to live our life for the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. 
Lord, take my life and use it for your glory. Take my life and use it for your glory. He says, I will dwell in them. I will walk in them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Let God be your God today. 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 Humble yourself and roll the care of that unto the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let him be your God. 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 We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 